The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Welcome to the fifth and final episode of the series on trading psychology here on Online Trading to Win podcast. So we will have more podcasts after this, obviously, more episodes, I should say, but we're going to go off on to another topic. So I think five sessions is enough for trading psychology, at least for now. But this was a very special one, and this is one that you want to hear a lot about, especially from traders. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Back in the olden days when I was taking a class in trading, and this was one of the big, 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 big schools, one of the biggest trading schools in the country, if not the world. And I never actually signed up for the course, but I went to an introductory session where they were trying to sell us on the, taking their whole course, obviously. And so that was fine. That's cool. I got nothing against it. I actually was considering taking their courses. So I went there and the instructor, he explained a lot of different things about trading and so forth. And I asked a question that he didn't like. Yep. That's me. I'm always the guy who's asking the question that the instructor gets thrown off by and I become the, the one student that they don't like. So I come from a rather um, spiritual background, religious background. And so one of my challenges in my early days of trading was that I was concerned about, now, wait a minute, I want to have not just a, a job. I don't want to just make money. I want to have a vocation. And a vocation is different than a job. A vocation means, in spiritual terms, a calling. So that you're doing something that has meaning in the world. You're giving to the world. Paying it forward is one of the, the famous current terms. But that whatever you're doing to make money, making money is great. We all need money. Nothing wrong with that at all, in fact. But you should do it by doing good things, not be doing bad things. Or even in my mind, I didn't even want to do it for a neutral thing. So I raised my hand and it's very nice about it. It wasn't being confrontational. I really was seeking an answer because this was an internal struggle that I was having. What value am I bringing in the world by being a trader? That was my question. And you could tell by the look on the instructor's face that he had never been asked that question before, and the thought had never crossed his own mind before, that this was a totally foreign concept to this gentleman. What the heck are you talking about? We're here to make the money, honey. I'm not here to create value to the world. What were you talking about? Well, to me, that was very important because I wasn't sure if at that point, like I say, this was very early in my trading career, my adult life. I wasn't even sure I wanted to move forward with it unless I could do something to bring value to others. And 
He never gave me an answer. He just looked at me like I was a nutcase. Maybe I was a nutcase. I'm still a nutcase. Anyway, yeah, he never answered the question. Right at me, he pointed at me that you're going to answer my question. I asked it, and you just stare at me for two seconds, and then you move on. Wow. Oh, thanks. And on the break, I went out, and we had a little break went outside, and I asked him again with a little group out there. And again, he just turned his back to me and ignored me. That wow, wow. Well, that's one of the reasons I decided not to go to that school. I just didn't have an alignment spiritually with uh, with that. Maybe it's just that one person. I don't know. The school might be a great school, and it was just that one individual. Whatever. Not judging, but that's the reason I didn't have a connection with them. But my struggle still continued because internally I still had to have an answer to that question before I could decide that I would make a profession out of this. So I started asking some other people and the only answer that I got from anybody, everybody again was just like, you know, thinking I was crazy because we don't talk about that. Trading is not about helping other people. It's pure capitalism. By the way, there's a uh, a great YouTube video where Robert Downey Jr., the famous actor, uh, he goes to the Futures Exchange and um <laughs> if you can find it, um, yeah, look it up. It's very interesting. He comes out of there saying that, wow, these are, this is the epitome of the ugliness of capitalism. These are the greediest. I won't, I can't repeat the words that he said. I don't remember them exactly, but they're very, it's very colorful language. And you can tell that he is dis- disgusted with the traders and that it's all about greed and it's all about me. Anyway, I had to resolve that, and the only answer that I got from anybody was that, oh, well, we're providing liquidity to the marketplace, which then facilitates capitalism. I thought, okay, so I'm providing liquidity, meaning putting money into the markets, and if nobody made any trades, provided any liquidity, then really the, the capital markets would dry up. There'd be no flow and money must flow to live just like water has to flow or get stagnant. And so I thought, okay, well, at least that's the first person who gave me some sort of answer. Frankly, wasn't real satisfying. Tried to live with that for a little while and just couldn't come to terms with it. And said, you know, it's a true answer. I'm not going to say that there's no validity to it because there is logically validity to it. However, in a multi-trillion dollar world economy, my little, well, at that time, maybe $20,000 wasn't going to make any difference, right? So it was kind of hard to get any satisfaction out of adding a little drop of water to the ocean. And then I talked to that about, or talked to uh, a friend about that. And they said, well, yes, but what if everybody thought that way? Then there'd be no drops in the ocean. So they said, oh, well, it's kind of like um, if you're going to sponsor a child in a third world country who's starving and you say, well, what's my little bit going to do? There's so many starving people in the world that... What's even the purpose of me even trying? Because my little difference isn't going to make any difference. And I'm really glad they said that to me because that was the pivotal point in me coming to terms with providing value to the world in trading. Because I answered the person and I said, right, I might not be able to make a dramatic change in the world by feeding one kid. But I changed that kid's life. I may have saved that kid's life. 
by just sending $50 a month or something. So yeah, that makes a huge difference. Now, then I thought, okay, I still am not uh, motivated by the idea of adding, you know, another drop of money water, if you will, another drop of water to the ocean in the terms of money. But here's what does motivate me. It got me to thinking along in different terms. So what is money? Money is really a means to an end. So I'm not interested in making the money. I don't need more green pieces of paper. I don't need more taxable income. That's for sure. Last thing I need. But what I do want to do and how I can help others and the way that I can approach trading from a spiritual perspective is that then I can take that resource, that money, and use it for good things. And so that is how I reconciled trading with becoming a vocation for me. So in other words, they often talk about, well, you need a reason bigger than yourself to do anything. And I totally agree with that. In fact, that's what I was doing. But a lot of times people will say, well, I want to make money to pay off my house or pay off my car, pay off my credit cards, my loans, whatever. And that's cool. That's good. That's a good thing, right? Retirement security. That's one of the, well, actually, that's probably the number one that I hear right now. And if that's your motivation, again, that's good. You have to be strong yourself. So I do believe that, yes, we need to fortify ourselves financially first before we can help others. And really, I don't want to say before we can help others. Actually, let me change that. While we're helping others. I think you get into a... um a problem if you say, well, I'm going to just spend all the money on fortifying my own self and my own family before I help others. No, you can do both concurrently and you should do both concurrently. Even if you can only give $5 a month or $5 a week or whatever, it's just, you got to get into that. That's, it's really our spiritual duty. It is our spiritual duty. You got to start now, if you haven't already started, probably most of you are already doing it, and that's great. But I'm just talking about in the context of trading. I want a reason bigger than a nice house, nice car, you know, paying off my loans or whatever, even retirement. That stuff's good. So you do that at the same time. More than time freedom. That's another thing people talk about paying for their kids' college education. You know, actually, it's funny. A woman, one of my new students said, yeah, my first goal is to pay for my kids' education. I said, that's great. I know college is really important and it's very expensive because I've got a daughter in college. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about my, my kids' preschool education. It's $20,000 a year. I had just assumed she meant college. No, she's talking about preschool being 20000 a year. Like, wow, I didn't even go to preschool. Dang. I went to public schools all my life, and we started when we started with kindergarten. That's when we learned our ABCs. Anyway, yeah, different world now. And that's great. You know, that's fine. But anyway, that was one of her goals. I'm like, fine. You know, you set your goals. I'm here to help you. All of those things, by the way, let's first talk about this, finish up with this part. So these things are for ourselves and our family, right? Debt relief, retirement, time freedom, paying for a kid's college education, uh, becoming financially stable for ourselves and our, our family, our husbands, our wives, our kids. Very important to come from a position of strength. It's like the old adage where they say in the airplane, if oxygen comes out of the cabinet, then you put the oxygen mask on yourself first and then put it on your kids. Absolutely, truly agree with that 100%. There's a second level to that. 
you once you are able to have financial stability, it's not just about the money for yourself. There's a spiritual element that comes in too. Because once you start having financial stability, guess what? The result of that is a tremendous relief of stress. And stress, they say, is the number one killer. Because other than being genetically predisposed towards certain illnesses, stress is the number one thing that leads to heart attack, diabetes, cancer, strokes, all the big killers. And so it also has a health aspect to it. So you're not just making yourself strong financially, you're also making yourself strong physically by relieving the stress that making a lot of money can bring. Having a clear mind, having a peaceful mind, having a happy spirit, having a sense of security, a feeling of freedom. So all these spiritual and mental and and physical benefits come along with making money that makes you a stronger person so you can serve your family, your friends, and your community better. Now, let's go one step beyond that. So we've got that in place. That's cool. Now we go to, all right, I also want to, at the same time, be going beyond helping just myself, my family, and my local community, and I want to be able to give to, and here you fill in the blank, whatever your favorite charities are, whatever your favorite causes are. So it may be your church, it might be um, other world countries, could be children, could be abusive situations. Uh, for me, I'll tell you what mine is. I'll tell you what one of mine is. I do several. So one of the uh, charities that I support is called SEVA, S-E-V-A dot org. Again, S-E-V-A dot org, SEVA dot org. And what I love about them is for 50 bucks, 50 bucks, you can heal a blind person that would be blind for the rest of their life. Now, think of that. If you're blind for the rest of your life in a third world country, that means basically you're probably not going to get married. You're not going to be employed. You're going to be a beggar for the rest of your life. You're going to be impoverished for the rest of your life. And you're going to be blind. So horrible existence, right? But I can relieve that person of all of that for 50 bucks. Seriously, I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's just crazy. And the way that they do that, of course, is these are third world countries which don't have access to the technology to remove cataracts. So these poor people are blind for their whole lives just because they have cataracts, something that is a routine operation here in the U.S., but they don't have access to it over there. So doctors here donate their time. They go over there. We buy the machines. And we heal as many blind people as we can by removing their cataracts. Again, something that to us is so simple, but to them is so profound, so profound, life-changing. And because of the differential in the economies, it only costs us 50 bucks, which to us is nothing, right? But to them, that's a lot. That's a lot of money to them. 50 US dollars. Oh my gosh. So why would I not do that? I mean, I would, I would be, I would feel like a criminal not to do that, a spiritual criminal. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. And so anyway, bringing this back around to trading, when I'm trading, and this is part of the psychology of trading now, I am not thinking about the dollars. I'm thinking about how many blind kids can I heal today? So 
this has a huge impact, at least for me, on how I think about trading, how I feel about trading, and how I function psychologically while I'm trading. It tends to make me more conservative because I think if I take stupid trades, if I make a bunch of dumb mistakes, and if I don't make any money today, or if I lose money today, then kids are going to stay blind. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. And if I lose money, then I got to make that money back up before I can heal more blind kids. So I really don't want to get into the red. So for me, that really helps. Now, it may or may not help for you. Okay, you got to be careful. Every one of us is different. Each one of our minds work differently. For you, that might be too much pressure. It might put you into a guilt trip, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, all these blind kids are going to stay blind for the rest of their lives all because of me. All right, if your brain goes in that direction, then this is not a good technique for you. So I am not being prescriptive. I'm being descriptive. I'm telling you what does work for me. And your charity might be a different one, of course. But this is something that helps me. And this, again, is part of what on two levels psychologically helps me. Number one, on the macro level, it helps me that, okay, I am trading for a reason bigger than myself. Trading is good. It is a spiritual activity. I've turned it into a spiritual activity. I'm focusing the results toward a spiritual outcome. And then number two, on the micro level, while I'm in the trades or while I'm trading, it keeps me more conservative, less footloose and fancy free because I'm taking it very seriously that what I'm doing really does have some serious ramifications just beyond my own life. Okay, so today we've got a special offer. We're only going to be offering this here for, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll just offer it during our first 10 episodes. So that would mean just another two. But anyway, it actually ties in with today's lesson in the freebie that I'm giving away today is that, yeah, a lot of us make trading mistakes. And this this technique that I told you about today, it helps me to prevent myself from making those trading mistakes by making my trading more conservative. So there's 10 trading mistakes that I find people making a lot. And I created a little mini course, probably could go through this mini course in, I don't know, real fast within an hour. And it's called the top 10 trading rules for success. I've taken these 10 mistakes and I've turned them in to positive rules on things that myself and my students that I've seen these patterns of these top 10 things coming up over and over and over and over as to the reasons why people lose money trading. So if you follow these 10 steps, you have a good chance of turning your trading around. And that's very specific, not general ideas or abstract theories. No, these are 10 very, very specific things you can do. The mini course contains a PDF special report and then three real short little videos. You can get it right now. Go to onlinetradingtowin.com forward slash 10 rules. And you know what? We'll probably leave it up. What the heck? I'll leave it up. So if people come back in history and listen to these early episodes, they can still get it too. Again, it's www.onlinetradingtowin.com forward slash 10 rules. And by the way, that's 10, the word 10 spelled out T-E-N, not the numeral 10. And if you receive value from this episode, hey, you can help yourself and also help others, since today we're talking about helping others, help yourself and others at the same time by doing two very simple things. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, 
And while you're there, leave a quick review and a nice rating. It only takes 30 seconds, gives you good karma, and both those actions will actually encourage me to continue to create more free tutorials for you. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. Neither Online Trading to Win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss, even above the amount invested, is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.